so glad you could meet us again at his table. The psalmist David said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Even in the middle of our greatest challenges, the Lord is always there to provide everything we need. And now for today's devotion, here's Sandy Blythe. We are hearing the term spiritual warfare more than we've ever heard it before. And as a ministry, we're mentioning it more than ever because in the last several years, it has intensified everywhere. A pastor friend of ours recently spoke to us about all the foreign mission fields that he's visited through the years. He said each time he traveled to one of those places, He faced the forces of evil head on, day and night. He said he felt the powers of darkness that hung so thick in those areas of the world. And he said he was always anxious to come back to America where the atmosphere was lighter and he felt he could breathe easier. But he told us, I'm now feeling those same spirits right here in America. And we know because of the sin in our nation, the forces of evil are running rampant. Now, please let me assure you, this devotion will not be a doom and gloom one by no means. But we do need to understand where we are and what we're dealing with in these last days as the children of God. Now, spiritual warfare is manifested in countless ways. And you would agree, there are so many ways the enemy makes himself known. But a friend of mine who's a pastor's wife recently reached out for prayer after someone broke into their church and built a satanic altar. They placed candles around it and constructed a horrible, vulgar display. My friend and her husband were horrified, naturally, and began to ask everyone to help them plead the blood against the work of the enemy right there in their community. But many times spiritual warfare isn't quite that obvious. The enemy is working behind the scenes generally. He's coming against our homes and bombarding our churches. He's dispatching spirits of division and misunderstanding, spirits of discord and jealousy, And we're fighting spirits of depression and anxiety like we've never seen before. And the spirit of carnality is bombarding many congregations where we go, as well as the spirit of indifference. And many days, we feel as if we're pushing against something heavy all day long. With every step that we take, it's something unexplainable. And if you've been experiencing any of this as a Christian, please understand that you are not alone. You're not losing your mind. It's everywhere. And one of the greatest mistakes that we make as Christians is when we decide in the middle of all this that our brother or our sister in the Lord is the problem. When the enemy convinces us that we're in a physical battle, He has won a personal victory. And that's been his goal ever since the church was established. And Paul obviously was dealing with some of these same things because he wrote in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. 
The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Paul was ultimately saying, we are not fighting one another. And we've got to remember this as the enemy tries to slip resentment or bitterness into our hearts toward a brother or sister in the Lord. We've got to remember more than ever before, they aren't the problem. The real issue in our nation, in our homes, in our churches, whatever the case may be, it's much greater than a physical one. We are fighting a spiritual war and physical combat will get us nowhere. This conflict can only be won on our knees. And in the middle of this spiritual warfare, as we recognize the forces of evil, we've got to recognize and be comforted by the fact of who, and that's a capital W, who is standing on our side. Exodus 15 and 3 says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. David said in Psalm 144 and 1, Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Now, there may be a dedicated Christian today that would say, I understand all of that. I've read those scriptures. I know God's going to help me. I know he's not going to abandon me. I just feel spiritually overwhelmed and outnumbered. Well, someone else in the Word of God felt that way physically, and he experienced an awesome glimpse into the spirit world as a result of the danger that he was in. The servant of Elisha was terrified as he saw horses and chariots that were sent to destroy him and Elisha. The Bible said the servant of Elisha said, Master, how shall we do? The Bible says that Elisha said, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And more than likely, the servant was pale and didn't appear to take too much comfort because Elisha then went to a much greater length and he said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Bible said the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And what an awesome experience it was for that servant to actually see the army of heaven that had come to their rescue. Something similar to this happened to a missionary friend of ours who has gone on to be with the Lord. She was a wonderful, dedicated woman. And she was holding a meeting one time in the heart of Mexico. And one night, some men in the area were up to no good. They came to the meeting with terrible intentions, but they later testified to the fact that they could not disrupt the people of God because they saw armed guards standing at the four corners of the building. And we realized they didn't see anything physical. God opened the eyes of these sinner men and allowed them to see spiritual reinforcement that had came on behalf of the people of God. And time wouldn't permit for me to tell you countless other stories that we know personally that bear witness to that same truth. 
No matter how Satan is raging, we should always look through spiritual eyes at the army of heaven that surrounds us. And whatever spirit you're fighting today personally, whatever spirit you're fighting on your job, and yes, the devil shows up and fights on the workforce. He fights in the workplace. We've heard many, many stories of that recently. Whatever spirit you're fighting in your home, whatever spirit you're fighting in your church, pray for discernment to know what spirit it is specifically. And when you realize what you're up against, you can pray more effectively. You can and you should use your God-given authority to call that spirit or those spirits by name, plead the blood, and command them to go. And the only way to effectively fight spiritual warfare is to be properly clothed. My Bible keeps falling open over and over again to a particular passage, and I have felt prompted of the Lord to memorize these verses in Ephesians. Paul said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And here it is. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, Take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. As spiritual warfare rages, let's clothe ourselves in the whole armor of God so we can fight for ourselves, fight for our homes, our country, and our churches. And if you've been trying to run from spiritual warfare, Please understand today that you can't escape it. It's everywhere. But there's no reason to live in fear. A child of God should never live in a mindset of defeat. You can, and by putting on the whole armor of God, you will be victorious in the middle of it. We're honored that you took time to meet with us today. If this devotion has touched your heart, please share your experience with us at BlytheFamily.com. We look forward to next week where we'll meet again at His table.